Mm. How people breathe. People breathe in a certain way, don't they? For, like, mean? for what? I don't know, maximum breath? I don't know. You when I was doing Muay Thai very briefly, and then not, and then very briefly again, um, mm. they said, uh, don't, uh, don't, if you're out of breath, don't crouch down and kind of like hunch over. Like you, sh- you need yeah. to f- sort of fight that instinct. And what you should actually do is like put your hands over your head or whatever, so it opens you up. You should surrender. It, well, it just it like it, they they like put their hands on the back of their head and apparently like it opens your chest up, but it's just, it didn't feel right like to a me. Hammock. I just felt felt worse. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, open up your lungs, didn't it? I guess. Yeah, yeah. but it's like, I suppose it's like when you, I remember doing PE and they were like, breathe through your nose. I'm like, but, but I can't get enough air in. I'm dying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe they were just trying to save the world. <laughs> just if we kill Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just uh, get rid of this whole year of kids yeah he doesn't he doesn't understand what he's going to unleash when he's older (laughs) yeah it's going to be 229 episodes into a podcast yeah and (laughs) start trying to figure out what to do next (laughs) yeah Yeah. so this is episode 229 nice segue episode 229 Uh, we're on YouTube. If you're just listening to us give us a watch on YouTube like and do the other thing that I don't want to say and then, yeah, social media, if you want to watch an account be dead and not uh, post anything, go go there. <laughs> Maybe sometime in the future, we'll start uh, actually doing it. Yeah. We'll see. So, yeah, how are you, Steve? Have you written anything down this week? Have you only planned ahead? Only only one point, because I couldn't actually... Oh. It's, been a, it's, been a, it's been a slow week. It's always a slow week, because lockdown and yeah. not really doing much, and I've not really, yeah. not really left the house much. But we did go to market. First time, go to market. Yeah, oh, like a all open like the fruit and stalls. veg and all that. Paid ten quid for a bit of fish. Not sure if I was happy about nice. that. All right, what type of fish? It was halibut. Oh. It's disappointing, yeah. isn't it? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't eat that much fish, but halibut just doesn't sound. Amazing. We just needed a white just fish. A word. And I don't know the oh. difference between any of them. They all just taste like fish to me. So I was like, well, oh. what's that one? He said, well, that's halibut. I was like, all right, well, I'll have that. And it 10 pounds? It's yes. the most, probably the most yeah. expensive bit of nothing I've bought for, for food-wise yeah. for, for a long time. It, I'm sure if you're like an expert in fish or whatever, it's very nice. A but fishman. I'm not. So I don't really no. care. No. I like I do like a bit of salmon and a bit of a yeah. swordfish, a bit of here and there, but yeah, it's just never. I thought it's never felt incredible. And I've never s- had an incredible fish. Yeah, meal. no, I've never. I there's it's like a good one, but not like oh my god, this is fantastic. No, so the, okay, so there's there's two that I okay. had. One was a one was a shrimp. It was what was it? It's a shrimp po' boy, which is like a fried shrimp sandwich, yeah. which was really good at like a barbecue place. I can't remember where. Um, and um, and then the other was like a seafood platter, and the thing that's nice about like seafood stuff is that you can really tell what you're eating because you have to like rip its head off. Oh yeah, like yeah. it's that it's it's a real experience. So like you're just fucking smashing up crabs and tearing up prawns. You feel proper primal about it. 
<laughs> I guess this never felt like, especially like crabs and lobster and stuff. It just feels like you don't get that much out of it. No, it's same experience. Issue I can't but do. It's I don't do shots. Like you don't get, yeah. you don't get a ton of stuff. Yeah, and then it's 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 there. There is some oddness to it. It's like breaking stuff open and then sucking stuff out of it. It's like it, it's mm. it. I, I I think it's it's definitely a primal urge, and there is like a. It's not. It's not um, like a forgettable flavor. Like you do recognize it as like something good. I guess if that makes sense. <laughs> like it's not. It's, this is well, it's not like good. It's not like well, that's cod and that's halibut and that's something else and they're all going to taste the same you're just going to put a sauce on them and it doesn't fucking matter but like yeah. i don't know like with crabs and prawns and all that when you're actually fucking dissecting them it's like a science exam on you on your table it's nice everyone loves that it's they? interesting bit of yeah. a good old litmus test yeah or the was that is that the litmus test the one you did with bread to see if it went purple yeah i think it was a litmus test uh that's all i did in biology yeah but it was the iodine one with the potato as well wasn't it yeah, something like that. It's weird how there's a syllabus. Everyone should know the same things. Right now, we're doing potato biology. Yeah. Spread that to the masses. It's like, I See understand you, it's it's a thing of like, you you divulge as much information as you can in order to try and find something that kids are interested in that might offer them a career. But the whole potato iodine thing was never a... I don't think anyone was like, like oh, I'm going to... I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go do plants or whatever. Like that's that's yeah. gonna be that's gonna no one's no one looked forward to that day. It was just something that happened. Yeah, but to be fair, that was a lot of school for me. Was did, just this is just happening. Did you do dissection? No, no, so. we didn't um, like either. But it seems to be a thing in the states, and also like my our parents' generation as well. Like they would dis- dissect organs and like frogs and stuff like that and, but I, I think mm. that was lost on ours that would have made science a bit more interesting here's a lung nice. yeah, instead I think I saw a cow's heart once or a lamb's heart the, the I, maybe may, maybe some kind of cow's heart vaguely some or recollection of that like but that. that might not have been science that might have just been some horrific experience that I had um, just after school clubs yeah <laughs> cow's heart <laughs> yeah well we, we're out of football so you use this <laughs> um, <laughs> Volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, I, I, we, I definitely saw a lung at some point, but it was like in a jar, and they were like, "If you smoke, that's what happens." Like they put your lung in Jarred. a jar. Wish <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was in a jar. <laughs> yeah. Instead, I'm just sitting here putting like drops of iodine on potatoes. Oh, it's brown. Rain this morning. Rain. Doesn't rain in the jar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, science was, science was a lot duller than I think TV and film made it out to be. <laughs> I had, uh, I had uh, uh, like a doctor's nurse's checkup thing for my blood pressure because they weren't happy when I emailed them when I couldn't email them my blood pressure over the internet. <laughs> I was like, I don't have, I can guess like five. Uh, <laughs> <is> five good? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I went in to, uh, uh, to get measured in that and. Um, like I'm, st- I'm a stupid person. Like dim. Like I just, I can't. I answer things honestly. And one of the things uh, they were asking was like, so when was the last time you had all these tests done and all that? And I was like, well, I had some blood tests last week. And then she said, oh, when was the last time you did a piss test? I was like, I, I don't know. 
It's like, you don't know when you last had a piss test. I said, no, I don't know. Like, well, did you do it last week? And I was like, I don't actually know. I might have done. <laughs> I piss in things and post them all the time. Because <laughs> like, there's different departments that require, ask for different tests. And it's like, I don't manage it that well. I assume you know if you've got my piss. Like, I yeah. assume that. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, but that I'm sounds like a kind of detail that you share amongst yourselves. Yeah, I mean, the first thing she asked was, why are you here? I said, well, because <laughs> you phoned me this morning and told me to come here. Yeah, but what for? I don't know. Uh, like, blood pressure? It's like, oh, we don't need that. Well, then, why, why am, am I? I here? <laughs> yeah. And then she took a, a, a blood pressure thing with, with, with a machine, and apparently it was too high for human capability. So she said, the machine's probably broken. I'll just figure it out. And she just kind of like <laughs> put a stethoscope on my wrist and was like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's not, I don't, I don't mind. I don't take it particularly seriously. So I can't, you know, I don't mind. And that's going great don't for take you. it seriously. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah, uh, five. Yeah. Let's move on. But just weird little things. I mean, like uh, the NHS is, it's like, uh, Obviously, the the belief is well. They are at the moment they're like really busy because of all the shit that's going on. But yeah. like to return a voicemail for that appointment, so I missed the call by thirty seconds or something because they were thirty minutes late calling me. And then I phoned them back, and it took me ninety minutes to get through to them. And all it was was, "Can you wear a mask when you come in for your appointment today, please?" I was like, "Yeah, oh, God." I mean, you couldn't text that. Well, <laughs> Well, I mean, 90 minutes on the phone for you. Isn't isn't that just par for the course now? For everywhere? You should know well, yeah, by now. Yeah, but you'd think, like, it's been a year, right? You'd think yeah. there would be, like, more phone lines. Oh. Or more people well, answering a phone. I thought the place with all the sick people, like, you wouldn't want us to wear a mask when I've yeah. been wearing it to fucking Londis every day. And then just when I went into the, sur- into the surgery, there was just, like... Lots of people, lots of official members of staff vaguely wearing masks in the way that is ridiculed online, like pulled down on their chin yeah. while they're yelling over to somebody else. You go like, I honestly don't care, but it's just strange to see. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got some people take it very seriously with aprons and shields and shit like that, like the staff that work there. And you've got other people laughing at joke. It's like, it's fair enough, but like... It's just it's just an odd thing to see because you go like I don't I don't take it seriously but I'll obey the rules for everybody. Mm. Seems strange that these people are also messing around. Maybe it's yeah, but yeah, again I think it's that it. thing of like as much as um, as much as stupid people are isolated and stupid people's views are isolated. Um, at the same time, stuff like um, oh all the, all the hospital people want you to wear a mask and everything like that. That's just the people that they're talking to. Like, that's not all the people at the hospital, all the people that are actually in the profession. That's just, these people hold a very strong opinion about it, so let's spotlight them. Um, And immediately it becomes all of the medical people are really serious about masks. And it's like, Mm. it's not necessarily true. Yeah, so I guess the stance of the medical community has to, I guess, be based on the most recent scientific belief that masks are meant to reduce i don't know yeah but apparently it's getting better now because of vaccinations yeah 
There's somewhere in the states like that, that where they, I can't remember down. where it was. I don't know if it was New York or LA, but one of the uber liberal places were just like, we're like, why don't you wear two? Oh, no. Like you can barely Double convince down. people to wear one. It's like, well, why, why don't we just stop breathing? Why? Do, it, it's, <laughs> if if one's good, then two has got to be great. Okay. Didn't like Texas run out of batteries or something? Uh, there's been something to do with the power and the wind and something in Texas. I don't know yeah, what it, got, it is. It got like so cold that the batteries just stopped working. So no power for you. Yeah. I think there's an article about it later. This but I just found it funny that it's ran out of power. Yeah, there's probably a, there's probably a bunch and I'm I haven't delved into it because if I do, I'll have to read a bunch of articles to actually figure out what's going on rather than essentially like one side of the aisle calling everyone a whore and the other side of them calling them all fucking libtards or whatever like it's just I don't know what's going on and I don't care enough about Texas to find out. <laughs> 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 We really do look at things differently, I think. Like, oh, so the power be going out could be a political gambit? No, it's it, beca- it, it immediately got politicised from the very brief thing that I've heard about it because something, something, wind turbines. And then there's all these okay. people who are for wind turbines and all these people who are against wind turbines and bring back the oil. And, like, and I, I don't care. I don't care. I, don't, I just don't want to. I don't want to play. And that's like a Green Party thing. Green Party's getting involved. Well, no, it's not. It's in this in the states. It's the Dems. It's and anything anything that appears to be environmentally friendly is Democratic. Anything that appears to not be is Republican. <laughs> Just gives the illusion of not being. Yeah, I am. Um, I mean, I don't know. Chris Tarrant. He's not eco friendly. Keeps on making people millionaires. We're used to. Then <laughs> that guy coughed. Yeah. It all came crumbling down. Now it's Jeremy Clarkson. Cheat! (laughs) I just just got a cough. That was a weird time. That was front page news for a while. Yeah, there was a documentary on it. (laughs) (laughs) Documentary on a cough in the darkness. Yeah. A. B. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, yeah. A blood pressure tested and then, yeah. Just vague questions. Just were like, yeah, with weirdness. Yeah, and yeah, I just forgot, didn't know when I last pissed. So, and again, like they did um, a diabetic checkup while I'm there, which is basically they poke you with needles to make sure you still feel things in your body, in your in your feet specifically. Right. And I told them, I was like, well, you know, I don't have any feeling at a certain part of my left foot anymore. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Like, but isn't that what this test is? <laughs> isn't that what this test is about? And then they do the test and you go like, well, the way that sensation works, I'm assuming, is like there's a part that's numbed, but if you like scratch another, if you scratch that part, the vibrations go to the parts that aren't numbed, and I go like, yeah, I know where you're doing it, but I can't feel it. I just know that you're touching me. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, having it's pins like and needles thing. or something. Yeah, I've actually liked it at the moment. I don't know whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's like I've been electrocuted. Like, have you ever been electrocuted? Yeah. Yeah, I remember I had like a air heater that wouldn't work. So like these two metal uh, bars weren't touching. So it's attached them with a paperclip. And it... <laughs> <laughs> but it was done. I did it with like string and stuff. But yeah. I... But yeah, it electrocuted my finger and it kind of felt very strange for a couple of days after. It's almost like that. It's just been electrocuted in yeah, different parts. I... So. Yeah, I was at my 
I was at my neighbor's house and they were converting the attic into a bedroom um, and they'd fitted the ladder and everything and they'd started storing stuff up there. But they'd they'd only sort of half fitted the light switch and it stopped working. So you had to take the plate off it and put the wires together to get, to get the light to come right. on. So my mate went into the loft. He was just like, could you stand at the top of the ladder and hold the light switch together? I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. that would be a great idea. <laughs> So I did that. I'm earthed. Oh, yeah, I'm probably earthed <laughs> yeah. somewhere, somehow. <laughs> just fucking 240 volts. Just like, and it's that thing of like, I'm holding them together and I can't let go. <laughs> 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 and I'm at the top of a ladder and I was like, well, falling would probably help. Like, that will make me let go. <laughs> it's only like five feet or something. <laughs> yeah. So many ways that we should have died. Oh, like, the, 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 yeah. I think... There's so much of it that people, you just, you just, and sadly, sometimes it goes wrong. But the average person, I'm assuming, goes through so many near death experiences and just kind of yeah. shrugs it off. It's been like, oh, it's probably, you know, nothing. Yeah. It's all good. If I could have that stat, that would be, that would be great. Like, how many times? How many times you should have been dead. Yeah, but once yeah. I'm, like, once I'm on my deathbed or close to that, then give it to me when I've, when I've got nothing left to really worry about. Because yeah. I think if you showed it to me now, I'd be I'd be very cautious and I wouldn't take risks or chances anymore. Not that I'm really a risk taker anyway. Gonna die. <laughs> well, you had that halibut. You know, yeah, yeah, that was a risk. Could have gone for cod, was it, was played it, it safe. Um, yeah, yeah, it was nice. Flaky. I heard halibut's a bit more flaky than cod, but I don't know if that's real. Uh... I don't. I didn't. I didn't find it let's any not more get into flaky. The big issues. Yeah. No. Didn't find yeah. it any more let's, or let's less stay flaky away from than those other white fish. Yeah. Yeah. No. You don't want to start a a, a marine uprising. A fish a war. Yeah. It's a fish uprising. Why not? Mm. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Well. On to uh, a bit of news. Uh, articles. Piss in the post aside. A man in his thirties with no underlying health conditions was offered a COVID vaccine after an NHS error, error mistakenly list him as six centimetres tall. Um, well, your BMI we is like 28,000. <laughs> well, yeah, that was that was the reason was his BMI was 28,000. Oh. <laughs> like, specifically. <laughs> Liam Thorpe was told he qualified for the jab because his measurements gave him a body mass index of 28,000. Jesus. He told BBC Radio 5 Live, I've put on a few pounds in lockdown, but I was surprised to have made it to clinically morbidly obese. <laughs> uh, maybe I've read it somewhere. Just... I must have read that. Maybe. There's no way I've guessed that. <laughs> but yeah, so he's six foot two, but he's on the documents as being 6.2 six centimetres. <laughs> And I just like that the the response was like again it's like it's a it's just red tape but you just go like this guy's six point two centimeters tall but well, we, we we should we vaccinate we should definitely vaccinate this yeah. guy before other people right <laughs> I mean I don't know whether the dosage is going to be the right size but yeah he better get it he's, <laughs> he's six centimeters tall and he's sixteen stone was he yeah. was he lying down when we took his height <laughs> see a snake. Your yeah. He's just very dense. Very dense, man. Yeah. Yeah. This hasn't got any bones. It's yeah. just like a puddle on he the floor. He was born in a supernova. Yeah, but not that, like, they didn't like phone up to see if he's all right. Well, how's it, are you how's okay? It, you know, what's going, how, how are you? 
Yeah. yeah. Do you need anything? A stepladder of rope? I don't know. Yeah. A catapult. But yeah, it really made me rethink what I was going to do for pancake night. <laughs> they must have called him like that. Like, you know your 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 BMI is 28,000. Like, yeah. No, it's don't, not. Don't have another pancake. I mean, pancake. what's an average BMI? I don't even know. What's uh? I don't like know. A, do you have a BMI? I don't know. I, I don't imagine really do BMI. Like, let's have a look. Average BMI. That that'll lead us the way. BMI. Because if it's like a hundred, um, twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Obese is thirty. Uh, this goes twenty-eight thousand. <laughs> Just like the, someone must have noticed something at some point when he had an appointment and yeah. they were like, is six centimetres tall? Isn't it meant to be like, well, we might have to make some special, you know, requirements for this guy. What? Same as if someone was in a wheelchair, it'd pop up say, like, is it wheelchair accessible? If someone needs a, what do they call it? Like um, someone, a chaperone, like to, they take to the doctors with them. Maybe yeah. they need to be extra, something else needs to be done. It's like, nah, it's fine. It'll <laughs> be fine. Well, do they? Do, do they? Put, they don't do this by hand, do they? It'll be a system that just kind of like anyone over this much gets a letter, and then they come in yeah, and get an injection. Yeah, but where's the Microsoft Word paperclip? This guy's twenty-eight thousand BMI. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this, there's a weird, like a little red bubble at least. There's something you should look at this. Yeah, he's six centimeters tall. I don't know how tall fetuses are, but they're more than six centimeters. I think. Yeah, and they're not like sixteen stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was seven, yeah. Uh, NHS Liverpool Clinical Commissioning Group said occasionally errors can happen. Yeah, yep, it's a fair point. You just put like, a dot in the wrong place. It's a pretty big mistake. Yeah, yeah. If I was listed as being seven individual people, I think that would be flagged. Yeah, it can't be be a bit weird, wouldn't it? There'd be so, there's, you feel like well again. It's another one of those things that's like taking a long time to transition into the digital stuff, I'd imagine. Like, so they maybe they don't have little alerts that pop up. Well, maybe it? they've what? still got Facebook in that pirate language and they can't really understand it. But, I mean, what, what was that ship a couple of years ago where the NHS went down? Like because down. yeah, there was there was like a virus on like one of the computers and it shut down the entire NHS. Or something like for 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 a couple of like for a couple of days, everything was suddenly was being done on paper because the systems and stuff that they use, they're just like, well, if it's not broken, why update it? Why fix it? It doesn't matter. So they yeah. just they it was just really vulnerable. Yeah, I like the idea of a virus being in a computer and loads of specialist doctors around it trying to diagnose. <laughs> So where have you been abroad in the last year? So it's computer yeah. just on fire. Reboot the patient. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> clear, clear browser history. Clear, <laughs> do it quick. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, um, if you're six centimeters tall, lose some weight. Yeah. Um, in other news, a wanted man handed himself into police in West Sussex to avoid having to spend any more time in lockdown with the people that he lives with. <laughs> <laughs> On the run from the law, yeah. <laughs> he'd rather go to prison than spend any more time with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had moments. Look, I've had. I can. I can understand it though, can't you? Like this. I mean, 
I don't know what your white privilege existence is like, but have you ever lived with Happy. people that you or you lived with me for a while, didn't you? Ever lived with people that you hate? Um, no one that I hated. People I found very annoying. Um, yeah. Only, actually, only one. Only one that I found very annoying. You know. Um, I think. Yeah. I, I think I, so. Yeah. Yeah. You you took some time. I sent you a text and you destroyed him. I seem to recall. Oh, cool. Glad his Facebook. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. He had yeah, his Facebook login. I think I know what you mean. I sent. I, <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many years ago. Oh! Yes. Yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what I did, but I remember there being something about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We'll talk about that. It was probably <laughs> in today's, like, um, kind of very sensitive climate, thoroughly uncool, but I don't care. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, I've lived, I mean, just, just and I'm, I'm a damaged human being, yeah. right? So like, there's just things, that, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's just things that I just can't, that my, I just can't, it just triggers me in, in, in stupid ways. So I remember we had like, um, I was living in a flat share and uh, there was this guy who was just, uh, we just moved in and we were having a barbecue and we didn't have any like tongs. So I asked him if I could borrow his and he said yes. But after every single time we used it, he went. <sighs> and then as soon as we put it down, he'd take it away and put it in the cupboard. And then I'd have to go ask him again for when the burgers needed turning again. And it was just like, if you don't want us to use it, just say. Just say. <laughs> That's fine. We've got a spatula. But just... Yeah, just stupid, passive aggressive. Like mm. I don't have time for this. I'm so, I, and I can't do the small attacks like like that kind of thing of like subtly trying to passively be aggressive. I just, I can't, I can't, I don't have enough. Uh, I don't have so little rage that it can stay at that level. The, the thing is, is like if it's if it's, I always found those things weird because it's like, do you need it tomorrow? Do you need it in the next week? Hmm. No. And is it really expensive? No. Are they hard to get hold of? No. So if I break it or damage it, or you don't like the condition that they're returned to you in, just tell me and I'll buy you another. Yeah, It's yeah. just that we need but, some now, and you have some. Yeah. Well, I must have been like, you know, 22, 23, something like that. So yeah. there's still young people living with people. But yeah, it's just, uh just can't. I, it, it sits on my mind because I... Because I'm very self-aware, I think. So it's... I think I'm aware that I'm very self-aware. <laughs> it's... Uh, so, like, I don't want... I know that I can appear to be quite aggressive. Sometimes I'm fine with that. But sometimes it's like, oh, you know, I'm not trying to be a dick. But you're making me be a dick. You know? Yeah. So I try and tiptoe around. Not tiptoe, but try not to unjustifiably explode. So just try and be nice. And when someone's trying to weave in and out it's just like no just go fuck yourself let's just let's just do this yeah but yeah so i can imagine yeah if i was wanted for the for the law it doesn't say what he was uh wanted for he was wanted on recall to prison so does that mean he escaped prison does that mean he was let out of prison on a condition and he broke that condition that's probably what it is isn't it mm. like let out and then if don't do it again if you do you know you come back uh, the man whose identity was not disclosed presented himself voluntarily to Sussex police on Wednesday afternoon, reportedly in the hope of getting some peace and quiet. <laughs> 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 
he just wouldn't stop playing the what the party girls, the cheeky girls, whatever music I want to sleep. <laughs> Let me sleep. Do you have Please. a cell for one? Just a <laughs> private cell. I mean, if you need me to commit a crime, I'm game. Yeah. Just let me know the quickest I can get into this place, please. (laughs) (coughs) Uh, Psychologists are reporting a rise in people experiencing symptoms of sustained stress, similar to burnout at work, including problems with sleep and concentration. And many people are desperate for human contact after months of relative or total isolation. I think this is an explanation to why he wanted... He was around people. It was because he was with human contact mm. that he went back to prison. Yeah. It's not because he was lonely. No. It's because he was not lonely. Yeah. He was anything but. <laughs> I need to be more alone. Yeah. Uh, couples have also felt the strain in April last year. A quarter of couples, 23%, said they were struggling with their relationships, according to research by the relationship support charity Relate. This is relationship support called R- relate. Isn't that a bit incestuous? Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> it's, how it's, long have you been brother and sister? I think I think a lot of people don't realise how little they like the person they're with until they were stuck with them, or they didn't want to confront it. How little they don't like you mean? How little? No, like how, how with the people who were oh, who were struggling. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. How little they like. As yeah. in how much they didn't like. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, or like just, or were were bored of, or just didn't feel the way that they thought they yeah. did about them, to the point where well, just... now that I'm stuck with you, you really annoy me. <laughs> well, there's just uh, so many people in bad relationships. I think, mm. or just not necessarily bad relationships, but I think there's a lot of people who aren't in great relationships. You know, by default, I guess. But there's... Yeah, so I guess it's not average. There's a lot of people in average relationships. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, some people, when you reevaluate, you think you want better than average. So you start to want to look outside and try and figure it out. Uh, divorce in court inquiries soared by 300% last year as the lockdown led to many to consider their, reconsider their relationships. Lawyers were inundated with inquiries from divorced parents arguing about whether their children should where they sh- children should stay during lockdown. So they were well, I don't want my kids near me. Or I don't want my kids near me either. All day. Yeah. Where should I keep them in my house? Yeah. Where I live with my possessions? Ah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's a weird. It's it's definitely a weird, weird unnatural circumstance so it's obviously going to affect everybody but yeah people having to deal with other people as well it's going to make things weird although i don't know i reckon it's better for those people living with people it's just not good with people living with the wrong people put it that way yeah yeah exactly better than if you've got a flat if you've got a flatmate that slightly got on your nerves before lockdown you're fucked now yeah yeah but then it's going to be the same with companies, isn't it? I mean, I think I read something that inter-office dating has increased since COVID because the only place you meet people is online on Zoom meetings. Yeah, of. you suddenly start and seeing people differently. You get to know them instead of, well, I can't go to a pub and bump into somebody anymore. Yeah. Now it's like, well, let's, let's talk to Dennis in accounting. How's <laughs> <Let's> going, Dennis? <laughs> 
Yeah. Another news. Oh, it was, oh, it was Valentine's Day. Did you oh, have halibut yeah. for Valentine's Day? What did we have for Valentine's Day? Is it a special hal- a Valentine's Day halibut? What did we have for Valentine's Day? I can't remember what Butternut we made. Butternut squash. What? Butternut squash. No. Bacardi and courgette. No. I don't know. They sound like relationship meals. I don't know. We had a nice time anyway. Pumpkin. <laughs> no. I've never eaten a pumpkin. No. I've had, I've had squash. I've made. I've used a squash to make like a sauce, like a pasta sauce and stuff. But or a soup. I can't remember what it was. I think it works in soup. Yeah. Don't know about pasta, but uh, probably loads of stuff goes in pasta. People still eat penne. Yeah, we have penne. That's vinegar, standard. mayonnaise, and green. What? I don't know. Vinegar and mayonnaise in it. I don't know. Egg white with penne. I don't know what penne is. Yeah. It's just green that paste. pasta that's like a tube. Pine nuts. You, oh, pesto, you mean? Oh, pesto. Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Pesto's nice. Yeah. Uh, it's, don't trust it. I had a friend who liked it once. Now I do a <laughs> podcast with him. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't get it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's not enough of a sauce. Like, if you, you don't cover a whole pasta with, pen, with pesto, do you? Um, no, you like like I put the pasta the pas- the pasta in a bowl and put like a, a teaspoon or two of pasta in and then just kind of toss it around so it's coated. Ugh. What? <laughs> I don't know, t- teaspoon? Who puts a teaspoon of anything? It's because it's quite a like strong a... flavour. You don't wanna you don't want to eat like four tablespoons of pasto. I don't want to eat any of it. <laughs> but like no, yeah. just fit a teaspoon of something, I couldn't do it. Well, I guess it depends how you measure it, innit? Like, if it was like a couple of shakes of a mass, if it was like a vase shaken up yeah. and then like cracked like an egg. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to add your seasonings. <laughs> <laughs> with, with cracked pottery pretending to be eggs. <laughs> That's, a, that's a lot of cinnamon in it. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up and enjoy your shreddies. Whatever it is. But yeah, it was Valentine's Day. Was it a fun lockdown <laughs> Valentine's Day? Sake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, movies and lots of food and just, yeah. It's, it's a nice day, what but it's like, it's like you, had, uh, you kind of had an excuse to... Uh, I don't know. Like it, there was no, there was no pressure. It was nice to just kind of have time and spe- like spend time with each other rather than be like, oh, we've got to go out and do a thing, because you can't go out and do a thing anytime. Yeah, yeah. Pressure, eh? Hmm. I don't know. I'm too. Yeah, yeah. But it was good. Uh, what what films did you? Were they like Valentine's films? Uh, it's always interesting to see what people do. To be fair, <laughs> I'm drawing a complete blank on what we did. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. <laughs> we Matthew McConaughey weird Christmas film. We might have just watched Picard. I can't remember. <laughs> Picard the series? Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah, it's decent actually. It's a weird series. I thought it was weird. You not like it? Felt like... No, it felt like really uh, vaguely put together. And just like just lots of strange things, the fam the, watching like people like big. I'm, I I watch Star Trek, but I'm not like a big Trek fan. But watching people yeah, like dissect it as being strange, they're like, isn't like this a place where poverty was eradicated, and then suddenly there's lots of poverty everywhere, mm. and then, but just the character stories just felt very much like this episode is this, and then we're gonna, and then he's over there, and then this is gonna yeah. happen, yeah. And then, um, a bit, like, I disjointed for, for myself. It was interesting going into it because 
I don't have any of the backstory. I don't. I haven't watched Next Generation. I haven't. Wa- I haven't. I haven't really gone through the series. I've seen bits of it, but I don't know anything about it. I don't know the lore. I don't know the stories. I don't know the history of the yeah. characters or anything like that. But I, I've watched like I watched the new movies. That's probably the most I've seen of Star Trek. Yeah, um, it's like with Star Which Wars. Fun- like I've seen a couple of the films, but I don't really care. Um, I get, it kind of felt a bit pantomime with all the cameos because all the cameos were very short-lived yeah, and very much like they oh, they're on this episode and then they conveniently leave that episode yeah, and then who's the next cameo going to be it's like, yeah. oh there's this whole no he's only in it for a little bit okay mm. so it is just like a little journey what's that it's a small world after all yeah but anyway uh, charcuterie charcuterie that's what we had the fuck is that that's um it's like a, like a board of cheese. Yeah, cheese board and meats meat. and grapes and tomatoes and just fresh stuff. Tomatoes? Yeah, just on yeah. the side. Um, and just lay it all out on the table and then we just... Yeah, we were just watching watching films and TV and stuff and eating bits and pieces. Gluten-free sandwich. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Sounds good. Be interested to know what films because I find that, I find that kind of interesting. Because, like, I don't know. I don't know, it changes the mood, doesn't it, if, depending on what film you watch. I mean, there's plenty of great romantic films. I'm not being like, oh, you've got to watch a romantic film. Yeah. But, like, it's always interesting what people watch for films. I don't know, because I watch a lot of we films. Don't... But David Beckham had a great uh, Valentine's Day. Did he? Um, he sent a Valentine's Day to Kobe, to, you know, you know, Kobe Bryant, the guy who died in the helicopter crash. Yeah. To his uh, fatherless children. So that's good. He, he sent a Valentine's Day. And a bouquet of roses. Him. Yeah, yeah. On Sunday, Bryant's wife, Vanessa, shared an Instagram story of the dozens of pink roses she and her late husband's children's daughter... Her late husband's children... I think there's meant to be some punctuation there. Daughters, Natalia, 18, and Bianca, 4, and Capri, 19 months, received from Beckham. So David Beckham sent a bouquet of roses to this grieving to- family. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that he's gone, I can fuck all of them. Yeah. <laughs> What? Just, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> <laughs> like, not even like, like Valentine's Day. <laughs> I mean, like on his birthday, on on one of their on their birthdays and Christmas, like. But Valentine's Day is a bit weird. Don't you remember? Don't you remember how you all used to celebrate Valentine's Day with your dad? <laughs> well, now you can celebrate it with me instead. Yeah, now you get to retweet me. Yeah. <laughs> Put this in your story. Yeah, in addition to the individual bouquets of flowers, so multiple bouquets, yeah. the 45-year-old also included an emotional card which read, I hope I inspire my children just as much as your dad did. Thinking about you all today. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day with love, David Beckham and family. Yeah. <laughs> Such a is that, that's weird, right? That's strange. Yeah, you don't send like get well soon cards to people on Valentine's Day. I mean, maybe they were friends. Maybe if they were friends and it was a close thing, then yeah, it could be fine. It could make sense. Yeah, like it's going to be a difficult time for people anyway because I don't even remember when it happened. It was like within the last two years. I don't know whether it was in the last one year. Uh, Relatively recently, it was. I, was it early last year? Or something. I, I don't. I don't think it was pre-lockdown, but it wasn't long ago. Yeah, 
It wasn't too long ago. Yeah, sorry, I don't so, think it was in lockdown, but it wasn't too long ago. Yeah, so it's still gonna it's still gonna be fresh. It's still gonna be painful, but like just David Beckham just sending flowers to people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope they're fine. Doesn't sound genuine, but hey, maybe it is. Maybe I'm cynical. Maybe it's uh, it's a genuine thing and a nice thing that this person wanted to do. Yeah, I tried that being nice for a while. I tried it when I was like 16. How'd it go? And it went creepy real quick. Clearly stuck. Like, uh, like uh, I think uh, I was working on a meat and fish counter, and I decided to tell everybody that they looked beautiful today. Mm. Like real weird, real quick. <laughs> 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 Like, because it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't my intention to hit on people. I just yeah. thought, because I was a proper hippie. I say a proper hippie. I was a uh, very optimistic as a kid. So it was like, I was like, oh, I'll just spread love and happiness wherever I can. Yeah. And, and then it just occurred to people again. Why is he telling me I'm beautiful? <laughs> does, <laughs> did he give me extra haddock? I yeah. <laughs> you look beautiful. Here's your pork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like the spread. I was like, oh, if you can be the change you want to see in the world, it was just like, yeah, it just got very. And then I just got larger and larger and bolder and bolder and more bearded. I was like, this is. <laughs> I, need to, I need to much take much better care of how I act around innocent people. Yeah. But yeah, so I can understand like wanting to do something nice, but just. I'm not saying don't, but you can be laughed at for it for how surreal it is. I think that's fair. Yeah. I'm not saying you didn't do a nice thing, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I would be fuming if I got that, but fair enough. It's fine. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, Texas. Um, yeah. So, in short, I think base, I think it goes into a bit of detail, but the head of the article is, yeah, they Texas ran out of power and there's nothing people could, they can do. So, people are just, like, in the freezing cold in the winter. And it's like, there's nothing I can do. So the mayor of a city in Texas quit after posting that only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. I'm off. I'll see you later. (laughs) 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 Only the strong will survive and I'm not that strong. So see you later. Goodbye. (laughs) Tim Boyd. The mayor of Colorado City took to Facebook in anger at people crying and looking for a handout. What the fuck? <laughs> They're freezing to death. What? <laughs> the warm. You know, it's like, if you don't, like, I mean, a power cut would severely fuck my life for multiple reasons. Yeah. But, like, not knowing when it's coming back is like, well, you you would survive. You could figure out things to do, but it's not, like, one of the things you should be able to do is, like, ask the government, what's the deal? I think that's yeah. fair. It's just, um, it's... Sink or swim, it's your choice, he said. <laughs> so, excuse me, where's the, where's the, at the town hall meeting, when's the power coming back? Sink or swim? <laughs> Shit or die? <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right. The city yeah. and the country so is that or Tuesday any other service or... owes you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Millions are now in a third day without power and struggling for heat in Texas. More than 20 people have died. In his original post, which has since been deleted, Mayor Boyd starts by saying, let me hurt some feelings while I have a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Proper, like, I'm I'm leaving, so fuck you all. (laughs) He says, 
It's not. It is not local government's duty to support people through, in quotes, trying times. Adding, I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. Calling the situation the product of a socialist government, he urges people to think outside the box. It's warmer inside the box, you twat. <laughs> think outside the box. Have you tried not being cold? <laughs> and not wait for someone to come and rescue you. Like, I agree with the, with the statements, but like, it's your job to help these people, right? You're meant to represent the views of the people, and the views of the people are we, we're fucking cold. <laughs> you can't be upset that people are contacting the emergency services and the government to like, where's our power? Yeah. He adds, only the strong will survive and the weak will perish. It's, it's fucking Mike politicians, drop. man. It's like that. Who's that guy that. There was another guy that. Um, I. It, it was it was mid lockdown and it was it was like um don't 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 you, you like you shouldn't start going on holiday just yet or something like that it's like now's no time for a holiday me and he did he was doing that from a beach in cabo <laughs> <laughs> like they, they don't do what they covered do. it and then there was someone that was talking about it it was like you could hear the sea <laughs> <laughs> Here, the Arc de Triomphe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this PR team trying to get the message across while being like, "Well, he's can't help what he's doing. Just yeah. hopefully the message is fine." But I'm all. For, I, I understand the sentiment. I do fully agree that you should be able to look. You need to not depend on the government and do all these things. Mm. But that doesn't mean that the average person d- doesn't want to look to the government to see what's going on. Is a difference and, between uh, they're meant to represent. Yeah, there's. A, I think there's a, there's a difference between not relying on the government for like a on like a weekly basis or like having mm. like like basically to look after you and wipe your ass for you, but. In times of crisis, like not just like I'm having a crisis, but your entire state is having a crisis. Like it'd be yeah. like not sending the national guard when the fucking tsunamis come. Like that's a problem. You should. You, this is your problem. But it's the. Di- I guess it's the difference between so you get an invite to a dinner party, but you're quite particular about what foods you eat. So you eat before you go, and you go to socialize. Yeah. And the difference between the people inviting you to a dinner party, not giving you any food and telling you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, why have you hosted this dinner party? <laughs> <laughs> you wanted like, to be in charge. Yeah, like, well, yeah, but people came expecting there to be dinner at this dinner party. Yeah. And yeah, they could have eaten before, but they've come here to because they've had certain expectations. Why have you hosted this and then told us to go fuck ourselves? Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just weird, but. Mm. yeah it's not the way it's not they're meant to be and that's the i think i always i can i merge the term political uh, politicians and leaders because my idea of what a politician should be is a leader of some sort they should be leading their local area towards a better future yeah and not just trying to maintain their job (laughs) yeah I, i saw a thing about today about why do politicians um avoid answering questions and the answer was because if they give specific answers or they do anything they could very easily get fired and you go well then that's a terrible like then don't be a don't do that like you should have views and if you're only in office for a brief period of time 
at least you did what you thought was right. Well, that was that was partly why the um, uh, I don't I I st- I don't know enough about how all the arms of American politics work, but like the the Supreme Court, like the 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 judges that get elected and everything like that, it's partly why there's no uh, there's no term limits on them, is that they're not worried about being voted out. So they can just mm. look at a situation and be like, well, no, you need to do this and this and not worry about what XYZ yeah. is going to think about them next year when their election's up and shit like that. So they'll actually make decisions that about things they actually believe. Yeah. And I, I get that there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a logic behind, I believe I'm doing the right thing. So if I compromise and be vague enough, at least I'll get some things done. Yeah, and that's more effective than me being out of it. But that's not what a leader does. No. So it's like, you know, yeah, just like maybe I merge those two incorrectly, but it's just yeah, it seems so weaselly and yeah, weird people get into politics in my opinion, and so just the fact that someone cracked and told people to go fuck themselves doesn't surprise me, but it makes me question why they got into politics. Yeah. Uh, in other news, from the audience this week an enraged wife stabbed her husband with a squirrel because he didn't buy beer uh, always good with a-, a lot of people under lockdown have bad relationships <laughs> sometimes squirrels get involved L- stabbed <laughs> live squirrel frozen squirrel um uh ceramic oh <laughs> okay <laughs> Just squirrel. Stabbed with a zebra or something. I don't know. A 44-year-old woman allegedly attacked her husband with a squirrel because he came home without beer on Christmas Eve. Her 41-year-old husband had gone out to buy some beer late that evening, but due to the shops being shut for Christmas, returned empty-handed, a police report said. Stab, stab, stab. stab. Yeah, that seems... Merry Christmas. For some reason, I expect the genders to be reversed on that. Is that societal conditioning from me that where I expect I the man squ- to be pissed off that the woman hasn't bought beer home? I don't think a man would use a squirrel. I think no. he'd use like an otter. A, an otter. like that. A beaver, like a builder. <laughs> something. <laughs> something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, an animal with a job. <laughs> something DIY-esque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like something really cool, like a transformer. <laughs> <laughs> See this way, you get put in car now. Vroom, vroom, stab, stab. <laughs> Turn this one into a knife. Yeah, I'll be mad. <laughs> Stabbed with a ceramic. I mean, I yeah. guess if, if definitely if it was broken, right? Like a broken shard of ceramic. Yeah, it's that. Um, I think it is a weapon. You do see yeah. those things of like people smashing bottles and then stabbing with them. You always see that in a film. Never see it with ornaments. Like yeah, yeah. Why just why wouldn't you use a bottle? Like the full bottle. Well, they're well, out. Can't stab they, someone with a full bottle. <laughs> she was gonna stab him with a bottle, but he didn't bring any home. <laughs> That's why she sent him. <laughs> really fancy stabbing you with a bottle. Yeah. No, but it's better to club someone than to stab someone. I reckon that's probably a movie thing, isn't it? It's like, like. Uh, like um, uh, I've mentioned him before but I started watching some more of his stuff a guy called Lindy Beige who's just like uh, an English uh, I guess like YouTuber historian he just like talks about 
you know, medieval stuff and human belief. I think he was an evolutionary psychiatrist, evolutionary psychiatrist, something like that. Mm. But does a lot of stuff about like, you know, misconceptions about history and all that kind of stuff. And he goes into how like uh, in wars with battles, like people really exaggerate how intent, how motivated you are to kill enemy soldiers. Yeah. You're really just looking to get them to retreat. So like, uh, for example, if there's a wounded soldier on the floor and four people come to pick him up when i was a kid i was like yeah but you just shoot them as well wouldn't you because then you'd have more people dead it's like no you would you go like well they're leaving the battlefield yeah so i'm just going to do something else like that that's that's i'm done with that that's fine i'm going to sift over here you're looking to get people to retreat yeah so when you try to hit someone with a bottle i don't think you're looking to necessarily stab them and cut them you're more like i just want to send this person a message yeah so you would just club somebody with something rather than craft a weapon yeah i'll be with you in a minute <laughs> just filing Whittling. down bits and bobs <laughs> yeah. tying you know handles to shit yeah got some grip now yeah but yeah, i know it's the bottle on the head would certainly send a message and then you've broken the bottle anyway so then you could use it as a, as a stabbing weapon then don't hit the bar first think about the insurance <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's yeah. uh, that's me in the audience this week. All oh, right. Uh, okay. Christmas stabbing. Yeah. Um, Christmas squirrel stabbing. <laughs> Managers of a stately home in Norfolk are taking care of an invasion of moths this week via the release of thousands of parasitic wasps. <laughs> parasitic. <laughs> Give them the flu first. <laughs> 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 Release the wasp. <laughs> uh, Hang on. Okay. Again, my, I'm dim. My brain. I heard that as like a care home filled with elderly people. No, a, a stately a state home. home. A stately home. So that's just like a large like building. Like a big old mansion. Mansion. Like Anne Boleyn's old house or something like that. Yeah, it wasn't a bunch of old people looking at the moths and then <laughs> in come the wasps. No. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. we sent in the wasps to kill all the moths. I don't know why we sent in the moths. <laughs> and now everyone's your dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says uh, they will search out the moth eggs and lay their own eggs inside them, so a new wasp hatches instead of the moth. Um, once mm. their mission is complete, the wasps the wasps will eventually just die and disappear into dust, probably. Um, so yeah, <laughs> what happens next? Dust. Yeah, yeah. dust. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, dust. They all just—I mean, it's wasps, isn't it? They all just die. You just sweep them up off the windowsill and then get back to it. Right. Um, but, Fair um, enough. Yeah. So they—they they put these. They got like a problem with moths eating all the clothes and the silk and all the shit around the house. And apparently, the problem takes off once all people have left and so because these houses have been empty the moths have proliferated because i don't know moths are scared of people or whatever um so they need to put these little envelopes of wasps in all over the house and then they're just like well they come out and then they kill all the moths it's like oh fair enough it's a it says um uh uh, we believe the pest control attempt is the first of its kind to be held inside a heritage setting <laughs> We haven't done this in Churchill's house. Yeah. We've only done it in this weird stately home. <laughs> but the wasps are half half a millimetre long. So you can barely see these things. Who's farming wasps? 
I don't know. It's a weird like, form of pest control. Like that must have been a big, like big contract. You're, you're hoarding pests. That's not... <laughs> I mean... We're maybe, controlling them. Maybe they're Oh, control- that one says you're not controlling them. Yeah. You're giving yourself more work than you need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, who's, who's farming all these wasps? Because, like... That must have, yeah, it must have been a big contract when someone was like, they must have proposed, like, we need help. We got too many moths. What do we do? Yeah. And before someone said, like, open a window or gas, the wasp team stepped in. Oh, we've got, we got a bunch of wasps. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we've got no, there's no, there's no visitors. So we'll, we'll try it. Like, it's, it's fine. Un- un- Unleash I mean, the wasps. I, I live here. But I guess I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. They're parasitic moths. They're very small. They just burrow into things. You can't really see them. Oh. Yeah. Good. That's what well, I want. That's fine. All over my You know, house. they'll just go into your blood vessels. Yeah. And uh, start contaminating. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. We've got wasps. Yeah, but we got some... Wasps. <laughs> <laughs> We finally found somewhere so, we can offload all these envelopes full of wasps to. Why? Who did you buy them <laughs> off in the first place? I don't. <laughs> yeah, like someone like bought a load of wasps on the stock market. <laughs> sell, sell. Them. No one's buying. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, sell them to this stately home. Yeah. Now Quick. we have all the wasps. Do they like moths? Nah, they hate moths. Probably. I don't know. Fine. Does that loose? <laughs> yeah. Wasps love like... history. They're just. <laughs> Yeah. Of all the humanities, a wasp loves dead people. Loves, you know, specifically the 1700s for whatever reason. Maybe it was the Georgian Georgian houses, like, and uh, and the Victorian era, very (laughs) big fan. Wasps loved the Industrial Revolution. Big fan. (laughs) (laughs) They were one of the first passengers on the locomotive. (laughs) (laughs) Inside a moth egg. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. yeah, just fair enough. But there must be, uh, what's the what's a term? College universities of wasps, where it's just like science must do experiments on insects and animals all the time. Mm. So I imagine there is like a wasp, uh, I don't know, province somewhere in the country that's yeah. like every now and then we just see what wasps do. Well, this was supposed to be. So I guess yeah, it makes sense. It's supposed to be a very humane method of pest control rather than gassing everything and killing it and releasing all these chemicals into eventually the environment once you open the windows and that um like it's aren't they going to explode from their moths and babies and devour them alive um more humane than it well i think the moth no so the the moth egg um whatever's in it um essentially just gets shoved aside it's like yeah the way and then the wasp grows inside the egg and hatches. And then gets on really well with its moth overlords, I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's nothing, like, is it a boy? Is it a girl? No, it's my impending death. Yeah. Like, it's just more humane, I guess, isn't it? I yeah. guess it's, uh, gas has always got a bad rap. But it's just, it's just, it doesn't, it's a form of pest control that uses natural stuff rather than using chemicals. But, uh, and I guess it's sort of like, well, what happens in life? How does li- how does life get rid of moths? And it's like, well, one way is with these wasps. It's like, well, they. they- <laughs> how does this problem get solved? Wasps. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Send them in. Yeah. 
bring him in. Put him in the living room. It'll be fine. Yeah. But then, I, I, get, I do get your point. I do get your point. But, it's, it's but just, again, it's like... It's just strange to be a wasp dealer. There does feel like a certain amount of unanswered questions, like we had with the bison. Like, there's... Yeah. There's, like, okay, the bison are flourishing now, but now what? Now there's there's bison <laughs> everywhere. Wasps. Get the wasps. <laughs> what? You just think, like, well, there must have been a thought process. Like, there must have been, like, well, lions... Do lions like moths? Do, yeah. I don't know, because it's cheaper to get one lion than it is to get 20,000 wasps. Yeah, yeah. And it's easier to manage. Well, we don't know. <laughs> Try it out. <laughs> the heritage site <laughs> lion running around. <laughs> well, the lions ate the moths, but they made a real mess of the curtains. <laughs> Killed the tour guide. <laughs> That's he, right. he was, was dressed as a moth it was his own fault yeah he was, was trying his, to make friends it was his last year he's fine he's not missed anything <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah wasps yeah. i guess wasp wasps and moths in other news uh, a couple in punjab india revealed that they were uh unable to pay oh sorry after a couple in punjab india revealed that they were unable to pay their medical bills their doctor reportedly sold their baby <laughs> Have you paid for your chemotherapy? <laughs> no. You sure? You got till the end of the day where I'm chucking your baby to the nearest bidder. <laughs> uh, according to police... Very sorry, but your baby's been sold <laughs> to a wasp-infested stately home. <laughs> This'll work. She'll become one of the wasp. <laughs> <laughs> They'll raise it as her own. Um, <laughs> yeah. According to police, in poverty, uh, a poverty-stricken woman gave birth to a baby boy in a private hospital in Tulamba a few days back. Um, the couple was unable to clear their medical bills. The doctor allegedly asked the couple to sell the newborn to settle the bills. The doctor <laughs> then forcefully snatched the newborn from the couple and sold the infant to a man called Faisal um, when they refused <laughs> his proposal. Got your baby, mate. Yeah. So the yeah, just <laughs> just like well, you've had the baby. Can you afford if you? Yeah, I. Yeah. How do you resolve that situation? Like mentally, like at what point debt. are you like? Yeah. Are, are you like? Well, we need to get paid. Maybe <laughs> you could. <laughs> but just imagine, like people get you know people are weird with money anyway. Yeah, and like the, the statistics of like well, if you'd you know, um, I don't know, uh, walked instead of driven your car to the shops every week, you would have saved a thousand pounds. But to have been like, if you'd bought the, you know, the brand name cola instead of Coca-Cola, you'd still have a family. Just <laughs> be like, weird budgeting for it. Yeah. Well, they haven't paid for the baby, so technically it's our baby. Yeah. We found this baby. Yeah, you haven't, t- <laughs> you haven't driven it off the lot yet. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, uh, it's obviously wrong, but like you kind of go, I mean, they did, if you get a haircut and you don't like the haircut and they keep your hair, you can't be mad at that. (laughs) You know what I mean? You can't pay for it. We're keeping your hair then. Yeah, but they really liked the haircut. (laughs) (laughs) You shouldn't have got in to that barbershop to get it cut. You shouldn't have complained. Yeah. You saw the price on the door. One baby. (laughs) Per baby. Ah, hair now. 
Well, to be fair, what is, I can't remember what the figure is, but isn't like each child costs the average person like I think I can't remember what the number is, but for some reason, two hundred thousand pounds is in my mind. Yeah, it's up, like until, millions up until from zero to eighteen. From naught to eighteen, it's like quarter of a million pounds, something like that. Yeah, so like technically, they won two hundred fifty grand. Banging, I guess. Not bad for being in debt to begin with. Yeah, would you? You'd you'd want like you'd want some money back off that, like. I know we were I know we were we were in poverty and whatever but like you yeah. you, you didn't do that much. I sat down yeah, and they... you told me to push. How much can that really cost? Like yeah, where's the rest of the money from my baby? Yeah, we're thinking of selling a second one and we want to know what rates. Yeah. We're getting. Yeah. Is there is there is there interest on that? Like what's the APR? I reckon that that must be a genuine concern though, right? I mean, it would be for me. If um, I had a baby, I'd be convinced that uh, I need to stop it from being stolen. Yeah. Going into places. So it must be like uh, pretty mortifying, but hilarious. Well, I had I had this weird thing last night. Um, where, like Vix watches stuff while she's going to sleep. Like it's just something she's always done. I've never, I've never had to. Um, and she, she watches anime shows and they're mm. like a lot of them are just like really violent and there's just lots of just lots of shit going on just very loud and disruptive and everything like that but never bothered me doesn't 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 do anything to me i'll just sleep go to sleep with it on sleep straight through it don't care um but last night it was like an hour in or something like that and i woke up because even though it was really quiet something that was going on there was like a child screaming like Mm. like bloody murder like it's like like it was being kidnapped or taken from its mother or just just something horrific and i woke up with like full fucking adrenaline ready to fucking fight somebody like i ready to punch that child in the face (laughs) just you've just and like the only thing i can think is just it's that it's that that's like a like that's a parental kind of instinct right you you hear that and you're 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 just kind of ready Mm. Yeah, I think there's loads of uh, natural stimulus and stuff around you. Like I heard, I don't know how true this is. In fact, I don't think it's true anymore. But I heard that you only snore when you're feeling secure. Like you feel like you're in a safe place because you mentally wouldn't snore if you think you would alert nearby (laughs) danger kind of thing. I've never heard that. Which is like... Yeah, I think like a part of it could maybe be true, right? You wouldn't get into as deep as... I reckon the deeper the sleep you have, maybe the slower you breathe and therefore the more you snore. Maybe yeah. that's a thing. But like, yeah, like your brain never fully switches off. It still listens for things, snakes, you know, stuff like that. Um, uh, there's an old... I don't know how true this is, but um, there was an old um, b- a military book I read that was about... Um, how if you're in a house and you're upstairs, you can your body senses with the air pressure changes in the house if someone opens up the front door. Oh. But if you're not attuned to it and you're not aware of it, you ignore it. Yeah. But if you're used to being on high, if you're if you're mentally like I need to be on high alert, you can sense when something's wrong. So you kind of like, yep, yeah, no, okay, I'm, I'm alert now. So that and yeah. crime babies. Crime well, there is that thing is. with um, if you're in an if you're in an unusual place, like if you're in hotel, not unusual, yeah. unusual, but if you're in hotels, you only really half sleep, 
like half and half yeah. of your brain stays awake kind of like listening for danger until unless you're there for a while long enough for you to yeah. get comfortable with your surroundings yeah well it's the same as eye contact like um people know if you're look you can you know if somebody's making eye contact with you or looking at you mm. you know you can you sense feel someone's it. eyes on yeah. and that's it's not magic it's just lots of different senses that aren't on high octane at the moment so your peripheral vision just like picking up something mm. and then picking up again and then you go like oh there's something over there and then you notice that it's been been happening so your senses are always active you're always switched on yeah so yeah, yeah. um at least 30 taliban militants reportedly died this week following an explosion during a bomb making class <laughs> <laughs> Remember to attach it to the blue wire because the red wire is... Uh, is it the blue wire? <laughs> yeah. Is it the red wire or the blue wire? Yeah. I think it's the blue... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bomb making class. Not like a seminar or a lecture. Yeah. <laughs> it's a class. It's a class. Yeah, taking the register. Yeah. <laughs> Reggie, George, yeah. colorblind Phil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Parkinson's Gary. Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the fighters included six foreign nationals uh, who could not be identified due to the extent of the damage. Um, the militants <laughs> had apparently gathered to learn techniques for making bombs and IEDs from the six foreigners who were reportedly considered experts in the subject. That's nice. They have like <laughs> have like uh, foreign talkers come in and like what is like, <laughs> like a guest retreat. speakers. <laughs> <laughs> He made the bomb that took care of the wasps that took care of the moths. Yeah. <laughs> I like this guy. He's the one that brings the bourbons. Yeah. <laughs> Weird night class to sign up to. Yeah. But I suppose you, you need a class for everything. Like, there's probably something yeah. that's just, like, the best way to behead people. Like, and the, yeah. Yeah. Like, torture 101. <laughs> Should you give them water? No, no, no. No, no. Oh, <laughs> learn something every day. Unless they hate water, then yes, yes, yes. If they hate water. <laughs> Constantly talk about how wonderful water is. They'll fucking hate it. Take them to the sea. <laughs> Look how much lovely water there is. Feeling bad yet? Pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> Wish it wasn't raining. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just thought that was quite cute that they have like a <laughs> like a class. Um, yeah, little fold-up desks. Yeah, um, a reclamation yard owner in Cornwall made headlines this week after rolling home an unexploded sea mine that was washed up on the beach for use as a footstool. <laughs> That's great, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Can you imagine the, 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 the arguments you would win if you would have sat on your armchair watching telly and someone starts having an argument you go, no, I think I was there and I know what was going on. And they keep arguing and you start kicking the footrest. That's not my God. What's that? It's my mine. Yeah. <laughs> Blow up the whole street. Yeah. yeah. Because Jaffa cakes are actually... A macaroon or something. The, the biscuits, not cakes. <laughs> he's, um, yeah, so he's later discovered that the bomb was inert, uh, which isn't as fun. Um, mm. An inert training mine. <laughs> it 
Fetch. <laughs> Fetch. Yeah. It's not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I watched the video with him talking about it. He said, well, basically what you have to do is you tell... <laughs> You tell the the Marines, and um, <laughs> Give them a call. and if no one's claimed it in a year, then you get to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mine. <laughs> it's like adopting a puppy. It's adopting yeah. a mine. <laughs> Meanwhile, someone putting posters up like, "Have you seen this mine?" Reward. Yeah. <laughs> Pictures of him with his arm not, around it. <laughs> yeah, not as inert as some would believe. <laughs> After I gave them my heart. <laughs> uh, Loves to fish. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, and finally, uh, wait, wait. So can you do that? With, can you do it with a submarine? If you find a submarine, if you can get it home, it's yours after a year. <laughs> it's my submarine. I'm going to turn it into a, a dinner table. Yeah, I get. I mean, the thing is, if it was something that was still functional or something, then like I, I yeah. th- th- like a submarine, and it still worked, they'd be like, "No, nah, we'd we'd like that back." Like, um, but if it was an explosive, that'd, that'd be that's like fine. finding a parked car and be like, "Well, it's parked, so it's mine now." <laughs> yeah but if it was abandoned you know if it was a wreckage like of... if it was washed up from and it had gone down and it was just dead then maybe same applies but then you've still got to get it home well I mean they took my car away when I was like 18 yours had rats in it yours, yours was a biological yeah. problem yeah it was just parked at a car park and my insurance ran out so I just didn't renew it and I didn't use my car anymore yeah but then i got a call from the police one morning yeah they're like is this your car i was like yeah like why is it here i don't have insurance okay well could you get rid of it please like sure and then (laughs) yeah i called like a they gave me a number for a a scrapper or something and he came around he was like you know there's rats in this right i "I don't know (laughs) there's a lot of rats in a lot of things (laughs) yeah Yeah. well oh i'll get the wasps we'll sort it right out yeah circle of life yeah um and finally uh, a driver fleeing san diego county sheriff's deputies reportedly tried to lose them this week by climbing into a jail <laughs> <They'll> <laughs> never find me here <laughs> that's a genuine kid tactic that is yeah <laughs> i remember when i was a kid we used to play knock down ginger i can't remember what you, you know, people call it different things just knocking on the door and running running away all oh, right like knock and run um i th- yeah, I thought it was... Um, I had one tactic, which was knock on the door, but then stay outside the front door. <laughs> like, obviously, it wouldn't have been us. But every time it happened, they came out and said, can you fuck off, please? <laughs> I think they knew it was us. <laughs> and the, uh, there was a, a kid or two I was doing it with, and they were always like, why are we doing this? <laughs> now, this is the this is the pro tactic. We'll be like, uh, it was those kids over there. <laughs> but like, they don't care who did it. They just want to tell someone to go fuck <laughs> yeah. off. It's knock and run, not knock and hang out near the place you knocked. (laughs) Not stay at the crime scene. (laughs) Um, Authorities say the driver meandered through the city for nearly 20 minutes before pulling into into the parking lot of the Vista Jail. Uh, Authorities say the driver got out, ran and climbed over the fence into the area where the prisoners are taken in for booking. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and that's <laughs> yeah, just like what. Yeah. What are they going to do? But who is this guy? How did you get in here? What are you doing? And they go, well, hang on, it's a crime to break into a jail. <laughs> so we'll just put you in a jail cell. Yeah. And it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, it says, and that's just what happened. The 35-year-old man was arrested and booked for resisting and obstructing police. So he climbed into the jail and they booked him and put him straight in the cell. <laughs> <laughs> this, we're perfectly equipped yeah. for this exact situation. Yeah. Come on in. 